Greetings and welcome to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen or pencil, a cup of warm tea, and let's get down to business. Disclaimer, this podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Welcome to episode one of Trauma and Social Work, a look at the child welfare system podcast. Today, I will explore full disclosure. What does full disclosure mean? A willingness to reveal information about myself now and ongoing throughout each segment. So where did it begin? I would say in middle school. I was the child labeled aggressive, oppositional, defiant. If I were to break this down into smaller parts, I was simply labeled. The adults in my life did not know how to look at my behaviors differently. They knew what they learned to put me in a box to help describe a set of behaviors that was probably more comfortable for them. No one took the time to understand the behaviors. I was screaming out to the world. You probably can relate. Have you ever been in a situation in which you were judged in some way and that judgment did not feel good, but you did not have the language, the voice, or confidence to express something different? I knew social work was my path in middle school. Then life happens and I got distracted. I was distracted by romance and other times romance filled my heart with hate. I wanted to be liked. I wanted others to think I was smart enough. I wanted to be validated by others. It was these thoughts, behaviors, and emotions that distracted me. I suspect everyone goes through this if they're open to this type of deep reflection. Early on in life, I thought my only means of survival was college, so I went. Now, I didn't go to the best college based on what others may say are the best schools to attend. I had good grades and mediocre test scores. I had a well-written essay and I worked hard. I was persistent, but I had no money. I was raised by a single parent who worked three or more jobs just to provide for my, bro- for my brother and myself. But I got into college and I graduated. I earned my bachelor's in psychology and this was a growing experience for me. I had a child. I fell in and out of love. I knew something was still pulling me in a direction. I worked long hours. I worked hard, there was little sleep, and little fun. So then I decided to go back for my master's in social work. To help pay, I signed a commitment to work for the child welfare department after I graduated. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. I also divorced, had a car repossessed, and missed several payments on my rent during this time. But I graduated once again. This was when my 10-year career with child welfare began. Boy, what a journey it was. I worked in all forms of child welfare. I was in emergency response, investigations, services, adoption, specialized programs, and policy development. I was a social worker, a supervisor, and a part of the management administrative team. I made terrible choices, followed orders and directions, went against the grain, and challenged policies for inaccuracies with state and federal laws. I had to learn to navigate my conflicted feelings about being a social worker with the county and being a good enough mom. It was emotionally draining to remove children from their homes. It wasn't easy explaining things to parents when I had little information myself. As a parent, I became overprotective, rigid in my own parenting decisions, and sometimes just drained. There were moments when I felt I would lose my job. Ooh, there were many of these moments. The anxiety arose when you turn on the news and worry about a case being reported. And if you fail to do something, you soon learn as a social worker, you are alone when something happens. And this is a scary place for many who work in the foster care system. There are times late at night when you can't sleep, have nightmares, worry, constant worry, constant anxiety. Social workers are blamed for everything. They are overloaded, underappreciated, and develop untreated vicarious and secondary trauma. Supervisors are disconnected and often have symptoms of ongoing trauma exposure without treatment. This impacts their family relationships. They struggle with childcare, paying their bills, limited time for self-care, and just so much more. Administrators end up being the police and enforcers of rules and regulations that sometimes don't make sense and not are always based on safety or risk. I went to social worker school wanting to make a difference, but the only difference I made in my work with the county was learning to comply, to follow the rules, even when those rules did not make sense. So I left. I just left. I had enough and I left. During part of my time in child welfare, I opened a private practice providing clinical mental health treatment. I was nervous, had low confidence in my ability, and struggled to find my voice and expertise. I obtained many certifications, adjunctive trainings, intensive coaching and supervision, and then it hit me. It was subtle, and when I was grieving, it, it hit me. People are suffering People involved in the child welfare system are suffering. People working for the child welfare system are suffering. Children and families, they are suffering. 
children are stuck in the foster care system with little to no means of support, their voices go unheard, as mine did in middle school, they're screaming and we ignore them. Parents are losing custody of their children because of systematic problems, institutional racism, oppression, personality differences, and lack of empathy, kindness, compassion. Generations of families are being separated. Disproportionality rates are rising. There are huge gaps with Latino and African-American families, those that live in poverty, those who have aged out of the foster care system, those with disabilities, and those who were just simply born into the wrong communities. Foster, adoptive, relative, and supportive adults are excluded. And this exclusion, along with a lot of miscommunication, often causes chaos to the family structure. Grandmas are not talking to their adult children, and siblings are judging each other on their parenting skills. The child welfare system is creating a family structure of dysfunction. So, what hit me was trauma, trauma, trauma with the capital T, the type of trauma that is overt, extreme, and leaves the individual feeling powerless with little control. The kind of trauma that harms groups of people, changes population's trajectory, and is damaging to society. The child welfare system is a traumatic institutional experience for all those involved. This is why I created this podcast to look at trauma and social work and understand more about the little details that are often missed. Social work is about ethics. To provide a valuable service, seek social justice, give inherently dignity and worth to others, demonstrate the importance of human relationships, have integrity, and demonstrate competence. To listen to the stories of families, social workers, and those impacted by the system in hopes that their voice will help someone who may be labeled as I was in middle school. And yes, I was oppositional and I was aggressive. And trauma teaches us that when no one listens, one's nervous system goes into fight flight freeze mode this podcast segments will help those involved not only in the child welfare system but everyone impacted by trauma because we are all suffering from the fight flight and freeze mode thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. Like below and subscribe to my channel. I will end by saying, the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself. Ancient comedic proverbs.